Stock with the Old Mutual Investment Group. He is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. How do you make of markets today? A bit calmer than they have been in recent weeks. That's right. A nice solid day from the market, um, up 0.6%. Well, if you look at the more diversified index, the shareholder weighted, um, or the CAP6 index, that was up 1%. So pretty solid gains, um, fairly widely spread, actually. That was nice to see, and it was good to see lots of buying happening in SA Inc. companies. There was quite a lot of buying in our commodity shares, in the banking sector, and quite a few of the industrials were, went stronger too. Yeah, so I think the standout for the day was Sassel, which was up 8.5%. Um, and that's really following a flat six months. So higher oil price um, globally has triggered um, generally energy shares around the world are the best performing sector on the day. A little bit more of a value bias, um, particularly when we look in the U.S., um, and tech a little bit weaker. So in South Africa, process and NASCAR is dragging on the index a little bit. You know, once again, news out of China in terms of regulations, this time attacking Alipay within the Alibaba ecosystem. I mean, you were apprehensive about what was going on in China the last time we spoke, which was probably a month ago, and was just beginning to see the start of of the huge sell-off that we've seen in China as investors really have panicked out of technology shares facing this greater level of intrusion and regulation by the Chinese government. At some point, though, things begin to offer better value. At some point, the risk-reward ratio returns to something more reasonable. Are we anywhere close to that? It's tricky to sort of catching a falling knife because um, you've actually got multiple impacts. One is you've got the, the very genuine impact in terms of what price earnings multiple do you pay for earnings in China. It's the same sort of issue in Russia, whereby you tend to always trade cheaper because at the end of the day, the head of the government can tell you what to do. Um, but also, sort of related to that, in the Chinese example now, you've got a very, very strong stimulus not to make a big profit because that's against the common prosperity mandate. So actually, these companies are going to be investing much more aggressively. They're going to be paying their workers more. So you've got a decrease in PE and a decrease in earnings. So I think it's actually going to be a tough time for China. And then also, you know, if you just look at China's weight within emerging markets, it really argues much more for picking, you don't want to buy a broad basket as in just overall emerging markets. It's where are the opportunities by country um, as opposed to how do we avoid this China issue. So I'm sure there's lots of people who are buying before. We haven't actually added to our NASDAQ and process positioning. So far that's turned out okay. Um, I'm sure... There will be opportunities, but on a longer, you know, sort of over the next year, I think there's better places to make money. I mean, that's a really interesting perspective. You haven't added, but you haven't been sort of running for the hills and you know, throwing shares you know, to the nearest buyer yet either. That's what you're implying. No, so that's, I suppose it all depends. As always, your perspective is where you stand. So because we had already sold a lot of our, um, holdings in NASPERS and process, so we were quite heavily underweight. There was less um, catalyst to act, so we already 
were underweight. Uh, we sold a little bit in the very early days in terms of the regulation. Um, and we're now sort of going, it's too early to buy. Got you on that one. Um, famous brands Raubex and Remgro out with various forms of trading updates today. Any standout features? Well, if you look at Raubex, which is up 3.6% today. Um, look, I've got to admit to a bit of a bias here. We, we are overweight, the company, um, and felt it was a good, it, there was good news. Basically, now, as always, when you're comparing year and year, you've got a COVID base. So last year was a loss. So then this year's um, profits are very good. But interestingly, if you compare it to two years ago, pre-COVID, it's more than 100% up. So strong order book. The Sanra um, road building mandates are out. So they've secured a lot of that business. You know, their bitumen, which is used to lay on the roads, that's already starting to fire up. Um, which is good news because South Africa needs that capex. And then terms of looking forward, we've still got the renewable energy windows to come. So that hasn't even been awarded out yet. So I think that generally these sort of fixed capital formation type companies will have a good order book coming through. I was just looking at it, or capex to GDP in South Africa is at 15%. That's a, a really low level. Um, so it's easy for things to improve from here. Uh, and that's encouraging. Um, and we've got some pretty good companies who can capitalize on that. And Rabex is seen as amongst them. Remgro as a diversified bet on the South African economy. It, it's, uh, it's always an interesting, an interesting uh, company to look at. Lots of what you can get inside Remgro you can get elsewhere. You don't necessarily need to buy an investment holding company. These things frustratingly charge at huge discounts to the underlying value often. But in there you can get a little bit of a petrol station and you can get a couple of bits and pieces that you can't get on the JSE or through any other mechanism on the markets, local markets. So, so I suppose Ringo is quite interesting at the moment. So uh, just in terms of the trading statement today, the share is up 1.6%. Um, headline earnings per share for the 12 months expected to be up between 61 and 71%. Once again, base effects. Um, I suppose interesting within that is strong recovery from Distel. Um, with RCL Foods, what we used to call Rainbow Chickens, um, while MediClinic lagging. But the, I think the, the relevant part is they are starting to invest a bit more aggressively. So they are putting some of that cash pile to work. And then potentially you've got this, this Heineken bid for the sell, um, chasing the Savannah Cider brand. Because if that happens, then there'll be a big, you know, probably 10 billion rand release of capital coming out of there. The discount has narrowed a bit. It's trading at a 34% discount. Um, and, you know, as you start to sort of tidy up the portfolio and invest a bit more, I think that makes it a bit more interesting as a broad diversified play. It is interesting. I mean, Ria, Remgro, and where the money goes, of course, that it gets out of its to sell investment is what is going to be most interesting, I suppose, because... Um, you know, there are plenty of places that require capital. Are there many places that, you know, will use the capital wisely, I wonder? Yeah. Or they can return it to shareholders. Um, they could. But that's, that's so, uh, that's so uh, dull. Case for, um, <laughs> show me the money. 
Um, is that, is that what you would? Is that what you would want at this stage, Peter? The money in your hands to do with as you please, rather than the money left in management hands to apply as they see fit. Ah. In terms of investment holding companies, gen with big discounts, generally I prefer the money back because let's say you're buying it for a rand. Um, there's a rand worth of value, but you're only paying um, seventy-five cents. If they pay you a rand dividend, you've, you've made a big gain. Whereas, let's say at the moment, you know, um, some of the team were talk, talking to Sabanya, um, they've got huge profits flowing. We would like to see some of that money spent on renewable energy projects um, to de-risk their energy supply. Energy supply. So it, it sort of varies on the project. Generally, holding companies at discounts, you want the money back. When there's good opportunities to invest, and you want the company to spend as much money as possible because if you're getting a high return on invested capital, then it's better that they have it and um, grow the economy, but also grow the future value of the business. Because remember, when we buy these shares, we get in the future cash flows. So if they're investing wisely, you want management to be empowered to spend that money. Peter Brook, always was uh, lots of wisdom there. Always, thank you, portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group.